Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 20, 21, and 22 of A Crown of Swords, Patterns Within Patterns, Swoven Knight, and Small Sacrifices. Enjoy! Welcome to Season 7, Episode 10! Give it a 10! Um, <laughs> I'm still jamming that intro music. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so we're back again with some fun little reads after taking a week off for Valentine's Day slash my wife's birthday. Um, before we get into personal life and that kind of stuff, a few little quick announcements. Um, if you didn't check it out, we finished Warbreaker. Go check out that video. We did a live stream, but still available. Go check it out if you're into Cosmere. Uh, we started reading the way of kings uh and um that's gonna be fine coming soonish um we do have one new patron it's george so thank you hey. george what's up george yeah. what's up george this episode's um, for you george what up? This episode's for you this bud's for you i don't know i don't have bud light tonight i had some orphans in the fridge the last few episodes i was trying to kill um but now I'm back to uh static uh tv static in a can oh uh. you said orphans <laughs> in the fridge i thought you were like collecting <laughs> samples of something <laughs> that weren't going to be sorry mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty gross yep. it's gross uh no i thought they're bad it's, this one's not horrible uh some of them are pretty bad some are good it just depends but yeah um yeah so other announcements i think that's it for anything new that's going on with us for right now um steer still trying to figure out jordan con and those kind of things i know we're going just need to uh, buy ribbons and some other things and get all that stuff squared away. So I even got Friday it. off, so I'm going up Thursday night. Yeah, I'm going Thursday. I took that Thursday through Tuesday off to get recovery time, just in case. But yeah, um, what, are the, what are the dates again? It is April 20th through that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 20th so through yeah. 23rd. Good old 420. So all the all the stunners will be uh, in full Didn't force. Think about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of that, funny story. Um, I was at work the other day, and I get off of work, and I there's a, a line wrapped around the building, like across the street uh, in Hampton, Virginia. Um, hmm. And the building has like it's a sh- strip strip center, a strip mall, whatever. We have strip malls um, everywhere. Yeah. Strip mall. Yeah. Uh, and it has a GameStop in there. So my first thought was like, there's a line reference store. I was like, was there like a new system? I was like, I haven't seen Harry people do that Potter. in years. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like, so we had a life for a game or a new system. I was like, I haven't heard about anything really that big that's that would warrant that where people just don't download it or buy it online. Like, why would you go to GameStop anymore of all places? So <laughs> like, I was really confused. So I kind of like cruised around the parking lot to see what it was. And there was a new place that just had a grand opening called Cannabis, and it's the first medical marijuana dispensary in Hampton, oh. Virginia. And the line was around the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I got my prescription, y'all. Everyone's trying to get their free script. <laughs> well, not free, but everybody's trying to buy it off their mm. uh, all their medicine uh, from the, all the good stuff. The dispensary. That's from my glaucoma. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the first one in Hampton opened up and uh, everybody yeah, the, the, the line was literally like wrapped around the building. I was like, 
everyone's lined up to get in there. Mm. And there's signs like on the corners around like the around the street where I work now. It's like if you need a medical prescription card, call this number. Like, yeah, like, this entire doctor's office is devoted to like whatever it is. Hey, you got a little little finger ache? We got you. <laughs> uh, good times. Um, so personal life. Um. Let's see. Yeah, my wife's birthday was last week, so we went to a nice fancy dinner. It was very, very nice. Uh, and then um, had my youngest birthday, his one-year-old birthday on on Friday. He took his first steps, which was kind of cool. Big oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that was a big milestone. Um, not on his birthday, but like two days later. But um, okay. my my parents then took my my oldest to the beach for the weekend. Cause they're like, Hey, do you mind if we still eat one of your kids for the weekend? I was like, you take all of them. Like, yes. <laughs> to be mind. Like, no, we never <laughs> mind. Please. No, no, whenever you want to take a kid, please take a kid. So it was a little quieter. We went to the zoo with my daughter, uh, Virginia zoo, which was fun. Um, she enjoyed it. She enjoyed seeing the giraffes and they were a tiger and a couple of tigers, a couple of lions. It was fun. Just besides days, getting so like a, a little bit of a reprieve, it's it is really good doing that because grandparents get some one on one time with some grandkids, mm-hmm. but then you get some special one on one or one on two. Yeah, yeah, more, more individualized time. That that mm-hmm. stuff is awesome. You're, yeah. So it was good. fun. Uh, we we had a good uh a, a good time, and then we we did tons and tons of chores, and I was just busy because we being one kid down, I got a lot more stuff I could do because I didn't have to entertain. Having one more kid is so much more entertaining. I never realized how much more you get to entertain. Yeah. Because uh, they want to do different things, so you have to divide and conquer, and you can't do anything. Um, cause especially having a, a boy and a girl, they just they, they're into different things. Completely different, yeah. Um, but but makes me want to rethink this two kid thing. Yeah, I three, but uh, but yeah, and the youngest doesn't he doesn't care because he's a baby and doesn't just as long as he has food, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's how he is. That's his love language is food. Um. Yeah, that's a, for my personal life. Just just busy with uh, getting stuff done around my house and uh, and trying to figure out how to make life work. And whenever I figure it out, I'll let you guys know. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> how about you guys? Oh well, same here. I don't have shit figured out, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, kind of same same. Doing the work thing. Um, finally getting some leave built back up. So making some plans to travel, uh, you know, I've told y'all I've gone to some VCU basketball games, almost all their home games this year. Uh, really loving the team. So river and I are looking at going to the a 10 tournament, which is up in New York city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my brother ended up graduating from VCU. He went to college for seven or eight years. Normally those guys are called doctors and lawyers, but he just, <laughs> He just took his Got time a getting a four-year degree. <laughs> but anyway, so he's a VCU grad, so they live in New York City. We'll go up there, visit. River hasn't been up there. Uh, catch a couple games. VCU's looking really good, so we're hoping we catch him in the finals also. Okay. Um, toward the city a little bit, so we're planning that. That's in, I want to say, the second second weekend of March. So yeah. that'll be here pretty quick. Cool. Yeah, and then... Uh, that's really it. Nothing else too exciting to I keep putting on weight, uh, trying to work out, and mm-hmm. that hasn't been working. I like I'm thinking I have to force myself to get back in the pool because that's about the only thing I can do that doesn't destroy me. So mm-hmm. uh yeah. We jo- we joined a Y. I have access to one. I just have to I just have Go. to start doing it. 
Yeah. Cause it's not even at our age. It's not even that I eat a crazy amount. It's that I, I can't, I can't do anything. So yeah. eating just enough to not be hungry. And I just keep getting. Yeah. I need to join our lo- more round. I need to join our local. Eye. It's so um, cheap. I, and, and, I yeah, can't well, believe I haven't done it sooner. It's so cheap. So the, fun, the, fun, the funny sure. thing, is, the, the funny thing is, uh, uh, uh for the local Y I'm on the board of directors and I've been there for five years. I'm not a member. <laughs> and they just asked me last week. It's like, do you want to be chairman next year? I was like, does it mean I have to actually join now? <laughs> like, yeah. like you're not, a, you're not a member. I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut my family membership. And we're good, so. <laughs> like, I guess I'll join. <laughs> I actually like the Y. I'm a like, bad board member. Not necessarily the one nearest to you, but it's not bad. Like I know the, the person the that ones was in by charge us are of nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know the one that's in the girl that was a woman that was in charge of the Yorktown with the director for Yorktown Newport News and all that. She's now actually in Petersburg and uh Richmond. So okay. yeah. and let Connect me throw there. this out there. Around here it's $151 to join. Hell to the no. So that sounds like a lot, but check this out. Let's say you have little, little kids and Alan, you know about this. Like they take Mm -hmm. up a lot of your time. Like you're like, how am I going to work out? And I got kids, whatever. If you join the Y, when you go, when you go to work out, you get like, I think it's up to three hours where they watch your kids. Mm -hmm. Now here's a cheat code. Meredith was telling me when she was in school for, um, uh, to become an NP and she had to study a lot and you know, her kids were little, she would go check them in the daycare, ride the bike a little bit while reading one of her books and then go into the lobby and do homework and stuff with their Wi-Fi while the kids yeah. were in daycare. So she got three mm-hmm. hours of workout slash study time. So when you add that up, Chris, mm-hmm. it's 150 it's a month a lot. Right. So like if you use what they have to offer. Now you're not spending 150 on Speaking of cheat oh, no, codes. I'm not. I, know, I know you're trying to lose weight, but speaking of cheat codes, did you know that at Krispy Kreme, they give you a free donut for every A on your report card, and they're not allowed to ask whether you're currently back. enrolled or whether it's a recent report card. You just have to bring one in. Sure, I had straight A's in. all through high school. <laughs> oh, I have and they're not allowed to ask. <laughs> I have all of the report cards. I, I know for a fact that you can still get all of your report cards from Newport News because they have to hold your records for 77 years. Heck yeah. Get my report so, card. Get Krispy Kreme. Go request like, all of your report cards. Yep. Get my free donuts. <laughs> I mean, technically, I'm a really old looking high school. All right. <laughs> I'm bringing my from elementary at straight A's all through seventh. Heck yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid that, Alan. All the reasons I love moving to Richmond, like how there's such good food here and it's not that expensive. Like I'm hating it now because I'm like, uh, it hurts to walk and I'm, I put on 20 pounds. Let's let's go to this little taco bar. I can take a dump and up. lose 20 pounds. <laughs> Gosh, and still outweigh you by twice. Yeah, the, the, din- the dinner, the dinner we had last Tuesday, definitely. I had some weight on for that. It was delicious, though. Um, yeah, you treat yourself. Yeah, yeah every now and then. Short ribs and lobster grits oh. and Ooh. red velvet cake and country ham. Mm. It was like a five course meal. On the red wheel velvet eats. cake. <laughs> red velvet cake all comes down to the icing. It was good. It had cream. It had cream 100%. cheese ice cream with a. Yeah, uh, right. that was good. Yeah, it was yep. good. Good. Thanks for talking about food. Now I'm hungry. I'm gonna snack. <laughs> Spe- speaking of food, <laughs> my helping. meniscus is like that of a, a ribeye. Mm. So, like, I went in for an MRI 
because my knee still is giving me problems. Five hundred dollars later, they're like, "Yeah, you 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 definitely have a jacked up meniscus. Like mm. it 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 looks like you ripped it and then had it repaired and ripped it again and had it repaired." And and literally it says on my MRI reading, like looks like surgery happened and then he just messed it up again. I'm like, I haven't had any surgery. Mm-hmm. It just kind of healed itself it's and just, then you dorked it up again. Yeah. Correct. It's just yeah. been rip, heal, rip, heal, rip, heal for who Lord knows how long. And so like you could see in the MRI, like marbling in my meniscus. This was great when like, I am getting like, really hungry now. When, when you're, <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need both your knees. Let me go. Yeah. When, when you're smoker. young and you get injured and you Speaking never go to the, the doctor, dead. and then years later <laughs> you go and they're like, "Did you break something when you were like?" I was like, "That happened to me." Like literally, Ian was there. I broke my neck when I was 16 years old. I didn't realize I had a hairline fracture. Yeah. I never went to the doctor. I never went to the doctor. I literally broke my mm. neck. They took an X-ray and they're looking at the X-ray. I was like, "Did you break your neck when you were like younger?" And I was like. No, Maybe. like you have a hairline fracture that's been he- like you can see the scar tissue and like where it's healed like in your neck. And I was like, well, there was one time I was jet skiing <laughs> and I jumped was really off shallow. two feet of water and went head first and hit my head <laughs> really hard. <laughs> and I heard a snap, but I could move all my fingers and my toes and figured I was hey. good, so I walked it off. Everything felt like it was buzzing, but we just kept going. I mean, I switched to driving at that point. You know, somebody else read the tube, but whatever. yeah, exactly. I laid there for a little bit, wiggled my toes, wiggled my figure. Okay, everything's moving. All right, I'm good, right? All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, I like that band name. Uh Bellamont said marbling in my in my meniscus. <laughs> New band name. But hey, that that b- beyond that, and like last week, like the sickness took the house and like it destroyed Chanel, knocked me out. And then on top of that, we had cats that were fighting because this guy here, if you can him he's taking his sister's spot because he's become super docile because of course he's lost his balls like they're gone now but then he comes home and he smells different and lily who is normally quiet and chill and barely hear any look she's about to buck and take her spot look at her Eh. she's been bullying him since he's gotten back because he doesn't smell like the same cat anymore so now she's like this is my spot i'm the dominant one here and so like (laughs) Day one, she's like ripping at his cage and like meowing and hissing and mm. scratching. And I'm like, oh shit, what do like I thought maybe it was because they had brought the eunuch, us, man. they brought the wrong cat out in his crate. So I was like, okay, it's yeah. just the smell of the crate. Then I take him out and she just went off. So she's become a whole other cat. She's anyway, it's it's just been mm-hmm. that's funny. Between sickness and messed up meniscus and cats, yeah. Okay. That's life. It's been quite the week. Yeah. Well, guys, you guys, you guys ready to get into this? Yeah, let's do sure. it. Man. These are some great oh, chapters too. Patterns within patterns, patterns within patterns. Yeah. Chapter twenty. Yep. Patterns within patterns. Um. So we're actually at the site of just north of Dumais Wells, a few hundred miles. I guess uh, near the um uh, the, the, the Kinslayer's dagger dagger. Um, uh, we're in Savannah's point of view. Savannah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we knew Savannah wasn't going away. Mm-hmm. We knew, we oh, knew yeah. this was coming back. Mm-hmm. And here comes the plotting. She plotting. She's plotting. Oh, yeah. Yep. And she's plotting with the forsaken. Yes. Ah, originally, <laughs> she's with the whole crew of her 
Her home yes. frizzles. And oh, sure. At so first, this yes. is where I have questions. And Chris, maybe, maybe I glazed over this, but how did she really secure her power? I mean, I know she would like be with a guy that was powerful and then when that didn't work out, go with another guy that was powerful, but it's not, it can't just be that not in this culture. Like she's even within the wise ones that are still hanging out with her. She's got some respect from them and they always seem to be able to read through a lot of the bullshit. So I don't think the yeah. hooking up with powerful men would have got the wise ones to follow her that are following her. So like, what's, I'm equally confused. Like I thought it was because she was a wise one. But is she though? No. I mean, I thought no. she was like a wise one with an asterisk. Like they no, let her hang married, out and participate. Well, she's married she's to not. the clan chief. She's been married him. to multiple clan chiefs, and that's literally it. Yeah. But I, again, I don't I don't see that giving her she's just very influence persuasive. with the wise ones. Well, now she's, she's claiming persuasive. to to be the clan chief pretty much. She's like yeah. running the show. As the clan chief, because they don't have. Right, but chief. but how many other clan chiefs can boss around wise ones the way she does? None of None. them. So that's that's why I don't think the clan chief thing is yeah. enough to justify her her rise and in influence and power here. Because she's a boss ass bitch, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Very <I> true. <laughs> and I guess she's also the nature of the people that are following her at this point. She, you know, she could kind of prey on the weakness of their their fears and you know, they're already breaking away from what everybody else is doing. So there's a wiggle room for her to make changes. It just, I don't know. It, it seems not very IELTS-ish. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't know if you had any other thoughts on it, Chris, but I'm, she's like evil Beyonce. Like think about that way. Yeah. (laughs) I could see that. Evil Beyonce. That's who it is. Just walks in takes command of everything. Yeah. Breaks up Destiny's Child. Tries to do right thing. I don't know. I got more of a Paula Abdul <laughs> vibe. Okay. I can see yeah. that too. Yeah. Chris, thoughts? Because I'm a cat. <laughs> Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> I'm a bad guy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good one. All right. So she's hanging with her peoples. And yep. And the wise ones, I mean, listening to her, but at the same time, like they're not so happy about all the stuff that's gone down, but no. I mean, they're talking about that, you know, like wise ones aren't supposed to be like in the battle. They're supposed to be able to like walk through battles on turned, but like she's broken all those customs at this point. Um, well, know, and I mean, she's and- like, well, the car Karn's here and you know, he's yeah. the breaker of things anyway. Right. So, Let's just be real. Like, there's been enough at this point that's been broken down that our ways are just antiquated and they don't matter anymore. Right. Right. And so I'm just going to rule because, you know, my husband rightfully should have ruled. And I also have this little gray cubie thingy that I can use that I could take out the car car with or I could control him with. So it's a a wheel of time pager. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets a group of six wise ones to channel into the cube. Uh, and you find out who the, who gave it to her. I think right here. Was, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it, Samuel, but yeah, she knows it's like a Ouija are. board for dark one for yeah. for forbidden ones, whatever forsaken, yeah, forsaken. Yeah, and, and it summons him. So yeah, so they channel in, and he shows up. Well, he doesn't initially show up first right. with the with first with the channeling. He's able to talk to right. them. Uh, yeah, he's like, so so tell me what happened. Yeah. 
all the while he's got the cheat sheet right here. He's like, yeah, what? And she's like, shoot, I know he knows something happened. I know he knows right. exactly what happened. Let me just she's be honest. smart and doesn't lie. Yep. And and he tells her that he's like, good thing you didn't lie. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> and another thing, but about about. Right. Yeah. And also the wise ones at this point realize that they're Sidene being uh yes. drawn in or yeah, and they're yep. kind of freaked out by it. One of at least one of them talks about she can sense the mm-hmm. the male side. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's interesting. Yep. But wait, how many other female channelers can sense when Sidene is being channeled? None. Bingo. I picked up on that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is just unique because of what they're channeling into and that anybody would, or like do the wise ones here or all wise ones just have this ability that our eyes said I don't, but <coughs> I, I made note of that. Maybe it'd be significant. Oh yeah. She, they picked that thing apart. Like if we use fire here, we could, but this, she's that one, um, the one wise one kind of sounded like, was it a Brown? What, what sister is it that just studies things? Browns. browns yeah brown she sounds like a brown that's it mm-hmm. she made a great brown she just wants to know test a few yeah. things yeah apply the scientific method mm-hmm. yep but so she's like all right look brosive we need to meet mm-hmm. like we need a i need some face time yeah so right. let's just go to this place we met before and i'll meet you there in a fortnight and he's like um Nah, just get your people to keep channeling. I'm on my way. Yeah. Like, what do you mean I'm on my way? He's like, literally on my way. Hold still. <laughs> and she she doesn't it, like the she's annoyed also by his tone too. Like Yeah. Well, and he's he's started to become condescending. At one point he was kind of like, eh, like, hey, hi, how are you? I'm a friend. Let me help. And now he's like, power the call box too much in the wrong way, and it will melt away. <laughs> I've been listening to you this whole time. You didn't even know. <laughs> And yeah. guess what? I'm glad you didn't lie, because had you lied, you'd be feeling my spite. Mm-hmm. Like the, he's kind of over them at this point. Like y'all failed, y'all messed up, y'all didn't capture mm-hmm. Ran. You yep. know, it, and that wasn't necessarily what he wanted to have happen. I mean, he's got this nice truce going with Ran right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, what would you say this is kind of a transition, even in their relationship, where before she thought maybe there was a partnership? And now it's very much he's starting to take control. She might not realize it yet. It might not have fully mm-hmm. sunk in, but they're about to be full-time employees of, of at least one, maybe two forsaken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, two I mean, it is, It's very clear that she thought it was a partnership based on the interactions yep. of the other Aiels. Like, he, he's mad. Who cares if he's mad? You know, and they're like, well, he might be able to hear. Well, I don't care if he can hear. I hope he can hear. Like, <laughs> like yeah, what if he's like one of the wetlanders in black coats? And they're like, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, eh, worse, than worse. worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Worse than that. You don't know what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he shows up, but he doesn't show up alone. He he's arguing with uh M- Messiah, who's Grendel. Another name, Grendel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're arguing. Um, and, and Savannah just doesn't like their attitudes towards anything because they're like at this point, not even paying attention to them at all. Like they show up, they're like, "Hey, peons, just stay over there. We got to finish this between us. Right. We'll get to you in a second. <laughs> let me fin- let me let me finish my text. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I love how like the IO pick up on it. These 
wise women are much more in tune i feel like it's like that woman there she has the or they're just more open about talking about it i think that's it you know they're loose lips they don't know anything about sinking ships but amongst themselves amongst the wise ones they'll talk to each other kind of freely it it seems yeah but yeah 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 um at, at the same time, he also had, when you overhear this conversation, he promises uh, uh, an object that will control Rand, uh, but will not give it to them until they have him. So, yeah, you, you can't capture him with it, but once he's captured, it can be used to control him. Well, he's like, almost like you already have it. Like, I almost feel like the, the, the box. He's like, you know, you already got it. You just don't know how to use it. And I'm not hmm. going to teach you. Yeah. Not for no reason. Because then you don't need me. Like, then you might even try to use it on me, which is what my mind went. Like I would, I would capture yeah. him with it. Why not? Oh yeah. It, even when he's teaching them to do and allowing them to do, he's only sprinkling a little bit. Like <clears throat> was, was it even Grendel was like, oh, I'm not going to teach these people to blah, 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 blah. Like, so they're, they're only giving them just enough, right. What they need to, you know, help them along. Like they won't teach them how to travel, but they give them, they offer them a, a Tangrel that will, allow them to travel like yeah. that kind of stuff right. like they're just like oh, yeah, we're gonna teach that's, you that's something you can take back yeah if you need to yeah i can teach you how to do it mm-hmm. right here you can use yeah. this oh even uh, i think grendel was even like yeah there's at least one wise one here that's pretty powerful and pretty smart um so maybe she could but the last thing i want is for her to start teaching all these other numb nuts how to do it and right. then we got people <laughs> all over the place no screw that yeah so yep. they're trying they're trying to hold that power yep yeah and then as all this is happening, there's a watcher. It's watching all of it. This was a watcher. Yeah. Who is the watcher? <clears throat> well, he gets his power from the true power. He does. And not the Which now we can get the whole conversation about that. So there's yeah. the there's the true power, there's a true source, and the one power. So the true source and the one power are the same. The true power comes from the Dark One himself. So it's a different power. That's the power they were trying to tap into in the Age of Legends right. that they found and unleashed the Dark One's prison because they sensed this other source of t- power that both male and females can both use. Um, however, the only way you can use it is if you have permission from the Dark One himself to use it. So even the Forsaken can't use the true power. And they can't sense it because it's completely different than... The one power, which is given to by the creator. Right. But we have this watcher. Who's using the true power. Who's using the true power. So does that mean. So they can't see him because they can't sense. Right. Power. Mm -hmm. So are we assuming that this watcher made a deal with the devil? Yeah. To get the permission Mm -hmm. or. Or did he find a way to get it otherwise? Is this a true Mm -hmm. watcher that has existed even outside of the creation of this wheel? Or that is a more powerful being that was able to tap into it without permission, per se. Well, we know it dr- it strains him physically to use it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got it questions. The dark mm-hmm. And he's he's just sitting back and listening to them and learning a whole lot. I mean, he's he learns about uh, that Samuel has a has a truce with Rand. Um, or. Yeah. That he's been talking about having a truce with Rand. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and we're commenting on a few things. Like even as they were leaving, he was talking about how, um, 
uh, she stopped channeling something. He was like, well, that's kind of stupid, blah, blah, blah. But he could still sense that Samuel was still holding on mm-hmm. to one power. Well, I mean, this whole thing was the whole interaction that he watched was kind of funny. I mean, Samuel even said, maybe I'm Tavirin myself. Yeah. yeah. So there's that conversation. And then, of course, just the remember what I'm set up to become. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to be neighborless. Oh, that was the other yeah. reveal. Yeah. The watcher, the watcher didn't know that until now. Yeah. And yeah, was like, he, oh, that's why uh, Grendel is. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not, he said, oh, is that what he's using? Like, he yeah. knows he's not neighborless. Oh, this might be neighborless. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's where my mind went was this is the real neighborless. Sure. Like, he's just observing his soldiers. <laughs> You know, okay. from behind scenes, that that's kind of where my so mind. the dark so the dark so one is he... teasing like people could be nameless and telling different people that hey you, hey maybe I'm I'm gonna make you nameless if if you work for me. So he's got mm-hmm. different forsaken thinking that they're gonna be nameless because mm-hmm. wasn't Domitrade also promised nameless? Yeah, I mean, or at least or or, or 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 like hinted that yes. he might be nameless. Mm-hmm. Hinted, yeah. alluded to very yeah. lightly. So the dark one's teasing it, trying to pull strings to get the forsaken to do stuff for him. But maybe there's already it, it, even, it even mentions that the dark ones like them to compete amongst each other. That's right. One mm-hmm. of his ways he controls so he's just them. pulling strings. Mm-hmm. So this this watcher guy. Um, do we think you know who he is? Kong. Is he one of the forsaken? I guess that's my first question. It's Kang. I don't think it's one of the forsaken we've been dabbling with. Okay. I feel like. This this will be somebody somebody new. I mean, maybe they've been mentioned, but no. Okay. Well, I think I'd like it better if it's like totally new and ancient and somebody great. that's been in this watcher role since the beginning okay. of all this shit. It was the okay. watcher. It was the watcher. Stanley. Yeah. It's Stanley. Yeah. It's, it, that's this is his cameo. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just Stanley. Small increases in chaos are as important as large. They will go where I send them, do as I wish, and learn to be satisfied with what I give them, as will you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Misa, how you pronounce it? Mesa? Mesa. Mesa. Yeah. And she gets pissed that yeah. she's called that. She's like, yeah. Don't you call me. Leave my government name out of this. <laughs> He's like, don't forget, I will be neighborless. And that homeboy watcher in the background is like, he got one thing right. Mm hmm. There's nothing wrong with just a little bit of chaos. This could all the same be Pat and Fane. We know he's using a different power, too. I want all the bad guys to be Pat and Fane. Wouldn't that be something? That would be crazy, because this would mean he's in sound mind, and he actually like has proper thought processes. That's how we know it's not Pat and Fane. But. Okay. Pat and Fane could be doing the crazy thing as part of an act. Yeah. Could be Rand's daddy. Papa? Time traveling Tam. Our, our, oh, our his real dad. dad, his real dad. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I don't know about that. Interesting. Yeah, who knows? Okay. So yeah, so they argue a bunch, and then they decide to leave, and then uh, the watcher considers killing all the shadow wise ones, uh, but then lets them go. Yeah. So he, mm, you should kill them all. Nah, not worth it. Let them go. So. That seems very pad and fainish, though. Like. <laughs> I don't really have a reason to kill them, but I don't have a reason not to kill them. Maybe I'll kill them. Yeah. Uh, nah, fuck it. I'm hungry. I'll go get something to eat. <laughs> like, just so casual about it. Just, you know, whatever. 
I'm just gonna yeah. sacrifice this horde of Trollocs. I don't. Want, I don't they're fucking annoying me, anyways. So I'll just go. Let's see. The Dark One can bring people back, right? Yes, the Dark One can bring people back. That's what someone yeah. asked. Okay. He's the Lord of the Dead. So once you're dead, um, he's 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 got yeah. you. Yeah, as long as they're not killed by Balefire, you're right back. Balefire, oh, real death. That's permanent death. Hey, this has nothing to do with what we're reading now but for whatever reason as i was listening to these chapters it popped in my head i started thinking about moraine because i'm convinced she's not gone but what if by going through there she got stuck into some cycle like what um 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 um, um our bow lady was in brigitte maybe she's getting recycled again maybe moraine is out there but she just got born again She'd so be a little baby, though. So there's a little baby landfair and a little baby moraine around that we're going to see in a few books. Mm-hmm. Uh, grow up real fast. Or maybe maybe they're stuck in uh, Teleron Riyadh somewhere, like yeah. how Brigitte was, and somebody just has to find them and do whatever it was that like yeah. uh, Mogudin did to push them back out. Yeah, I mean, to, to Katie's point, it could be someone that's already died that was not bail-fired because we saw two Forsaken come back already. Right. Oh. Uh, Right, that right. We're, that we're oh, you mean different, the different Watcher? Different... Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, unfair question, like you always do, Alan. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way we have no way of knowing mm-hmm. who the Watcher is. I'm a dark friend. That's what I do. So, why are you even asking that shit? Because I'm a dark friend. And we've really just <laughs> been. So, we've kind of talked about people sensing that somebody was watching them, but is this the first time? This is the first Watcher perspective for sure, right? Yes. Right. So, this is the first real confirmation. And mm-hmm. we still don't get any intel on who it could be or how they originated. We just know a little bit about how they draw their power. So no, no guesses for you, Alan. Oh yeah. It could be land fear. <gasps> <laughs> it's not land fear. Wouldn't that be cool though? It's not though. What if it's Moraine? Not Moraine by, made a deal with the dark one to come back. But think about it. Like, I thought about it. It's not possible. If if <laughs> right, hold on. No, 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 no. I thought about it. Thought about it. You're wrong. <laughs> if she, I mean, I'm certain I'm wrong. But of all the characters that have died, when you die, um, the the dark one has control over you, right? Lord of the death, Lord of death, whatever. And so, what if there's this conversation between him and Moraine? Moraine's like, no, oh, I was supposed to watch over Rand and. Poor Lan and oh Swan and I wasn't ready to leave and he's like, well, if you make this deal with me, I could send you back. And she's probably thinking, well, I can outsmart him, or maybe by going back, I could still influence things in a way that makes it so he doesn't win in the end. It's possible. It's a stretch, but it's possible. Moraine would make that deal. <clears throat> I think she's full of herself Which, enough. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's pretty much all of it for this chapter. It's not a long chapter. There's a lot of good stuff though. Any forsaken, any forsaken chapters are fun for little tidbits. Yeah. And that's all we got. Tidbits. Tidbits of things. More questions. More of Jordan doing what Jordan does. I, I wholeheartedly believe, though, that this is the real Nablus. I want uh, to be a good guy. I like guy, that concept. But I want to be a good guy, but the idea of killing just to kill, that that turned me off from this being well, my now hold on now now hold on a second here let's go way back to the early loose theron days it could be loose there you're right well but remember they were trying to work together to tap into this power they're like oh new source of power that many women can 
tap into and channel from blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. There was obviously a group of them working at it to do it. Maybe it was a friend of Luce Theron's or another male channeler that wasn't quite a forsaken who was actually successful and able to do it before everything went to shit. Hmm. Very possible. Possible. I, I like your, this is the current Nablus theory better. Yeah. That's okay. what I think. But I don't, I don't want to be, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to cut off all these other different crazy ass possibilities. Cause we don't yeah. know. There's a lot, but we'll find out. It's Alan. But not tonight. It's, <laughs> Wouldn't it, it be is, funny if the name of the character is actually Alan <laughs> and the watcher, Alan, uh, Nablus, super dark friend. So we have, Alan. we haven't gotten there yet, but, um, so Matt Hatch, who's been on our show before, the guy who runs a dusty wheel. Yeah. Um, there's a, and we've met this character so I can talk about this scene without talking about details of the scene. But um, he was one of the beta readers for Brandon Sanderson when he wrote the last three books. And on one of the last three books, there's a scene where like Cat Swain comes out and it's like, I, you know, says something crazy or whatever. He's like, that's right, Matt. Matt with two T's. <laughs> like he wrote it in his version for the beta read only. Like, so it's like directed at him. Oh, just to kind of mess with him. Just kind of mess with them. Like it was a whole scene that's not actually in the books that he wrote in just for Matt Hatch's copy of the beta read. Well, that's cool. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> Good old Brandon Sanderson. Uh, yeah, he, he did. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'll tell you when we get to that, you know, years from now to, to that scene. I'll, I'll, years I'll from now. <laughs> But when you said like you know it being me, like I was like, yeah. I, fortunately, they didn't know. I you know I wasn't uh, I, I was a nobody still today and back then. So <laughs> I still am a nobody. So, so you're somebody, yeah. Alan. You're the world's worst dark friend. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, that puts you on the map. Yeah, yeah. I I just yeah. So I mean, I guess I can announce that too. Um, so announce, since announce. Yeah, since we're halfway through, which which just tickled me, I gave him a hard time about it. When we go to our uh, our episode guide, so I can't. Remember, I'm trying to remember what episode they're actually coming in on. So I invited uh, Team Dragon Mount, who runs DragonMount.com, to come Ooh. on. Uh, they're going to be on uh, the 14th of March, so it's a ways away. Hey. But I reached out to one of the guys there, and he messaged me the other day. Says, "Yeah, some of us are going to come because they have a bunch of people on their team." I was like, I'm not sure to, to yet, but we have a staff meeting coming up and you're an item on the agenda. And I was like, wait, I made the, what, first of all, you have a staff meeting. It's so organized. You have an agenda for the you meeting. A, for, you even have a staff meeting. Step one, two, I'm honored and humble that, that the will of reads is an agenda item on Dragon House staff meeting. Uh, That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, too much organized professionals, of course. It was yeah, of course, uh, we beat all the time. <laughs> we put yeah. so much work and so preparation work into, into this. this art crafting. <laughs> that we so do. that's me giving you guys a hard time. If any of y'all listen, uh, at Dragon Mount, the fact that you have staff meetings, which that makes sense, I guess they're big enough to, to make half. But we, we've just, had, we've had two now. We've had one was at one was at your house, and one was at my house. I was just drinking a lot. That That's was nice. that was stuff. dark and stormy meetings. That's <laughs> what <laughs> 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 not staff meetings. <laughs> uh, that's like the when we had the mod at brunch at JordanCon. All all the Discord mods went out to have brunch. Yeah, it was the Bloody Mary uh, staff meeting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> lots, of, lots of Bloody Marys. Um, 
So, you guys ready for the next chapter? Swovon Knight? Yeah, chapter 21, Swovon Knight. Swovon. Swovon, which is a big festival here in Eludar. Uh, and we're in Matt's point of view. Um, you know, Matt's making it back uh, to the wandering woman, uh, to the end there. And all of a sudden, you know, Matt just can't catch a break. He's just attacked by two beggars. <laughs> um, just walking in. Uh, obviously, this is coordinated. Um, or at least I thought so. Yeah. Well, he, um, he handles business very easily. Yeah. But as as he's doing it in the thought process and, and afterwards, he's like, man, this is, this is more than just like some beggars coming after me. This just doesn't make this doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm not an just easy target. Quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to insert real quick because I can't. Two world records have been broken in the throws events in the last week. And it's just been phenomenal. And I just, I can't stop thinking about it. So I got to say it to get it off my mind. The world record for the shot put was broken by a, a friend of mine. And mm-hmm. the guy that last did it, did it in like the seventies. And he was hopped up on mad steroids. And mm-hmm. this wow. guy's clean, which is phenomenal. And That's then awesome. we had a lady go over 26 meters in the weight throw. And the weight throw for women is 25 pounds. And she threw it 86 feet. Like... It's just freaking crazy. the fact that he threw a shot put as far as she threw a 25 pound weight, and that's even crazier. So I'm sorry, I just had to interrupt. Man. All right. No, maybe there maybe there was actually something good in that COVID vaccine because at the Virginia uh state meet for swimming, yeah, this year there was a bazillion records broken. Yeah, like like you always have a fast swimmer here and there that in an event or two will finally break a pool mm-hmm. record or whatever. But the longstanding state records in like all these events were just getting obliterated, obliterated. this year. I think huh. it's the the two years off and like letting everybody's body heal and yeah, maybe kinda, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, people balling. That is yeah. cool though. You got some yeah, videos. Maybe people like have more. They had more time to train because they didn't have anything else to do but train because of COVID. Whereas oh. rather than putting myself and apply myself, I just train my liver for. Yeah, I should have. Straight. I should have gotten a drinking competition. <laughs> Most tequila without Two dying. Straight of a, right here. of training my liver. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So time. Matt knows a little something about that. Mm-hmm. He does. He's the <laughs> champion at it. Like I feel mm-hmm. like Matt could break a record. Now, would he feel great about it the next day? No, uh, probably not. No, nah. but yeah, you'd have fun doing it. Yeah, poor Matt though. The, he can yeah. the man cannot escape being attacked. Yeah, but he handles it. Gets 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 down with that, and then he returns to the end uh, where he is then, you know, rebuked by having a woman already in this moment. He's like, "See, so got a little cute girl waiting in your room for you." He's like, "What? What? What?" Or he just messed. I mean, we don't know who it is yet, but this girl yeah. just messed it up for Matt so much. Yeah, he had all these other women like on the hook. Yeah. And then including a tavern girl. And if you don't understand, like having a tavern girl on the hook is great. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to just like go downstairs and have <laughs> stuff brought to you. And like, I remember going to the DR and I was just, I paid a $5 tip by accident. Didn't realize what it would do for me. Yeah. And I tell you, like I had people waiting on me at the door at eight o'clock in the morning. It's like, yeah. Oh, you're awake. What can we do for you? You want you want um, you want it's not really a hack, but a really good thing to do. Like speaking of getting five dollar tips, and no one does it, but now I say everyone's gonna do it. Whenever you fly, like on airplanes, one thing way to get really good service and like to make the plane flight that much, especially for long flights, before you go, go 
spend $25 and get like five, $5 Starbucks gift cards. And as soon as you walk in the plane, the first flight attendant you see, hand her the card, say, thank you guys for everything. This is for you guys. And don't ask for anything yep. in return. Just, just hand it to them. Go to your seat. Oh yeah. The service you'll get <laughs> is impeccable. You give them coffee. Like that's, that is just a little tip for you guys. It's yeah. cheap and they are going to love you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for keeping me alive. They're like, it's one of the most underappreciated jobs too. Like no one ever oh, sure. your five minutes. Yeah. But yeah. So just fun. Fun tips for from the Will Reads if you guys travel a lot. Um, plus, it's just good to be kind to people. Yeah, that's the just the gist of it. <laughs> be kind, so, rewind. But Brigitte is not being necessarily kind to Matt, at least not right now, because Matt's trying to work some angles and is definitely shut down because she's there waiting already in his room. Um, and he gets to his room, Caesar, and all of a sudden has starts having flashbacks. Yes, like, montage like, moment. Yep. What what song was playing during this montage? Like that was, yeah. You were a little time after time. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good, uh, Birgit and her lover song. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah that's more appropriate there. But he pictures himself blowing the horn of Alir, and it's all like foggy because he was dagger mat at the time. So he's like, I remember right. the sound and. And then the hunters came. Wait, you were one of the hunters. He's like, holy shit. A woman in his it room. Really the chest of gold rested now in a small hollow beneath the kitchen. Like he's just like going through it. There was no yeah. hope. With Shanshan to the west and a white cloak to the east, no hope and only one chance. So he raised the curled horn and he blew, not really knowing what to expect. The sound came golden as the horn, so sweet he did, not knowing whether to laugh or cry. It echoed and the earth and heaven seemed to sing. While that one yeah. pure note hung in the air, a fog began to rise, appearing from nowhere, then wisp thickening, billowing higher until all was obscured as if clouds covered the land. And down the clouds they rode, as though down a mountainside, the dead heroes of legend bound to be called back by the horn of Alir. Mm. Arthur Hawkwing himself led, tall and hooked nose, and he behind came the rest, little more than a hundred. So few, but all those the wheel would spin out again and again to guide the pattern, to make the legend and the myth. That, like, it was emotional, just hearing mm -hmm. it again having that moment where it's like and it wasn't given to us that way way back in that book it no, wasn't it given was to like, Matt that way mm -mm. to Alan's point like yeah. it was a weird fog back then like this was kind of the first time where he it all kind of clicked for him and he he saw it all mm -hmm. unfold you know yep so then he starts talking to her and calls her out it's like so you're picky like the real one and she's like yeah I am but are we going to talk in the old tongue the entire time? Or are we going to do is like, oh shit. Oh no, it <laughs> was like, more like we, we all, it was more like we all have our secrets though. Um, what language are we talking in? And he's like, bada bing, bada. Oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not English. Um, uh, yeah. So I had the old blood. He goes, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I've seen it before. People have the old blood in them. They might say a word or two. You're full conversational. <laughs> right. In multiple dialects. Perfectly. Yeah, like perfectly. you're bouncing around. Just, like just nailing it, it. The whole time. I know 50 different languages and you've covered 60. Like yeah. <laughs> you're phenomenal. I'd love to study yeah. you. 
Let's go to the Drake. I, I, I'm like, she's another character. Obviously, we have potential to get more from. She has to know so much if she has memories from all these different cycles she's been through, right? Mm-hmm. But she's just so casual, cool here. Like, yeah, I kind of figure it's only a matter of time until. So I mean, you had to out. recognize me. Like, literally, you blew a horn and I showed up. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, we're talking the old tongue. There's some shit going on with you, too. I tell you what, you don't even got to give me all the details about it. I, I know you got your secrets. You'll let me know. You'll let me know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Yeah. But she's got to know so much. So it's like, hurry up with the conversation. Go deeper. Yeah. Keep and and, and, we, and they agree to keep, keep their secrets amongst each other. And, and Matt Mange is like, man, I need a drink. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. She goes, drinks? Yeah, let's do drinks. And she's like, <laughs> yes. he's like did, we, did we just become best friends? <laughs> did we just become best friends? <laughs> if we... Who's the one guy you would sleep with? John Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, when I read this, I knew when we talked about it, that's what you would play in this section. I mean, yeah. what else? <laughs> it, it, what it, else would you do here? Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> they totally linked up. Um, yeah. 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 And we didn't really get the whole conversation they have. It's more of a aftermath of the conversation. Sure. That we find out a little bit what they talked about. Mm-hmm. But cool that they had their bonding moment. Mm-hmm. And I was excited for Matt. Matt's had this weird, so I've I've been loving Matt this whole time. Uh, he's definitely had this attitude problem where, of course, people aren't going to respect you the way you're constantly trying to get out of stuff and you're constantly trying to be like, this is stupid, I want to get out of here. But then also, he's done some pretty badass things, so I guess there's a part of me that's like, Matt needs to get his credit. You know, if they would, if they would just work with him like and realize how strong of a player he is in this game, mm-hmm. like he could do great things. I don't know. So yeah. it was it was kind of good that he was finally able to kind of meet eye to eye, talk to somebody that, you know, he could open up to a little bit. Better. Yeah, but I mean, it, yeah. And I mean, they they've lived lives together, whether or not he realizes it yet or not, whether or not she realizes it yet or not. They they have both lived lives together. Well, I didn't think of it that way. They've existed together multiple times around. Yes. Hmm. And they probably have been drinking buddies for eons. They probably crossed paths a few times before. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. If she understands all the dialects of the old tongue that he's using, that means she spent enough time around those people to be able to pick out that dialect perfectly. So they probably literally crossed paths. Mm-hmm. Did not consider that. That's pretty cool. I wonder yeah. if she. Re- I wonder if she realizes that. Uh, she doesn't. Not not yet. But he is starting to. That'd be cool if they explore that later on, mm-hmm. as as they both kind of start to well more Matt as really the starts gaps to get his memories because she's starting to lose her memories as he's starting to have his filled in. <laughs> what if what if like a book from now like they're just randomly chatting you know they're on the road riding horses together and Matt just turns in the old tongue and it's like hey Brigitte remember that time when we were both stuck behind this rock and they were like flinging flaming balls at us and I was like I'm gonna. I'm going to dip and dive to the left. And then you hit him between the eyes. And then like, you totally landed two arrows, like one in each eye. And that dude, that was awesome. And she's like, bro, that was, that was 2,400 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you acting like that was yesterday? (laughs) Yeah. That was kind of cool. That was kind of (laughs) cool. So anything from all this before we switch to naive? No. Okay. You hear his big curse. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's trying to be aligned with his little his mane. 
So switching to naive, they're in the I guess the apartments of uh, the the palace. Uh, it's naive, Elaine, and Aviana, uh, and they're reading Matt's note, and they're all upset about it because um, they're just upset with Matt in general because that's how they are. Because um, Matt's Is so constant. Uh... Yeah, they start with them reading Matt's note. Yeah, I thought so. Is it? Yeah, I'm on the book in front Isn't of me. It? Okay. No. Okay. It starts more of like, uh, over there. are you drunk? But you can't be drunk. You've been with me the yes. whole time. What is wrong with you, you yeah, silly yes. girl? You can't silly get goose. right. <laughs> she's she's getting drunk through Brigitte's, through the bond. Yeah. I yeah. think that's so cool. Like, There's a huge difference. You can get drunk through somebody else's drinking. What if we could get drunk through Alan's drink? No. So there's truth to this. Think about it, Chris. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've been dead sober and we're going way back to like, you know, somewhere between college years where I've been dead sober. And then I link up with my friends, maybe Alan's there, whatever. And they're shit face drunk and they're having a good time. Always. And they're so like the jokes are just ridiculous. They're slap happy laughing or whatever. And even though I haven't had a drink yet, you just get sucked into it and you're dying yeah. laughing with them or whatever. And you feel that slap happy drunkenness, yes. but it only, it only works with people that you're really tight with yeah. because that, very might, true. Yeah. Like I've never, I've always been a DD because I get just as much out of being sober while everyone is, else is drunk. Like, Do you I ever get like slap can... happy with them, even though you're sober? Oh yeah, I can. I can. They be acting like they drunk. They be acting like they drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I get. I can do the drunk things without being drunk because <laughs> nobody's paying any attention because they're yeah. too drunk. To pay attention. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. I know yeah. this isn't exactly the same thing, but def- yeah, it's very I, similar. I def- yeah, I feel it. Yep. So, but anyway, so yeah, that's happening. But then they start reading the mass note shortly thereafter. It's pretty early. Yeah. Though. Wait. At what point did uh, Elaine start putting skimpy dresses on Nynaeve? Let's not skip that. Uh, there was that, too. That was right beforehand. Because Tom is sitting there going, oh, shit, don't look. I'm going to look. I don't want to look. I'm going to get in trouble for looking, but I'm looking. It was more than just skimpy dresses. It was a whole new bodies. Yeah, like, new bodies. Let's make you look like clothing. this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Practicing her disguises. That's right. Mm-hmm. Elaine, yeah. is, she's funny when she get drunk. Yeah, uh-huh, a little giggly <laughs> there. <laughs> right. And then Matt's letter. Yeah, and then Matt's letter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're wondering why uh, about Keridan and why Thailand did not arrest him. Um, you know, but logically it makes sense. Like, and they talk about that a little bit. You know, with you know, with the white cloaks there to arrest a white cloak, it's kind of a big pretty, deal. It's kind of a big it's deal. And you can you can bring down the white cloaks on you, and no ruler wants that, right? No. Having one or two in the city, that's fine. Because somebody of his rank can never do wrong, right? Right. That's dangerous. His wrong becomes the new right. I, I was watching something about our political peoples and how many wrongs we have. It's like eighty percent of them have done something wrong in recent years that they should be in jail for, but they. Oh no! Yeah. They did. There's some guy gave gave a public speech the other day about that. It was like, is this NBA or NFL? Yes, that's what it was. It was, yeah. So, and it was, and he listed out like 
this many people have got, and... got ch- have charges for for domestic abuse. This many people have had is DUIs, NBA or DUIs. It was like eighty four DUIs, yeah, uh, fourteen drug offenses, and it was like going on and on and on. It's like so, how do people raise their hands? Think that's NBA NBA players? Yeah. It's like, no, it's Congress. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm in the wrong profession. Yeah. I could literally get away with murder. Well, yeah. Well, um, it's, mm. All right, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. You, no, you no, are correct, Chris. Alive <laughs> in the Let's go back uh, to Drunken yeah. Elaine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Drunken Elaine and, and, they're wondering about Thailand. Uh, they don't understand Thailand's position with the white cloaks, but Tom, Tom, Tom's the one who actually explains it saying like, Hey, like she can't arrest a white cloak like that. Like, yeah. especially at that high ranked one. Like yeah. she's playing the game still. Days in Mars yeah. goes everywhere. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and, and this is the part where after this, that's where Elaine starts to even get more bizarre and starts doing the disguises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and puts not even uh, as a sea folk woman, like yeah, that was, that was the good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much naked. Uh, that's, where, she gets that's a- where Tom was like, "I shouldn't be here, but I I'm here, so I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble for this." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going back need- to the letter, it's like, hey, the, you know, the boy wants us to do this, and the boy wants us to do that, and Tom's like, the boy is your age; he's a yeah. man. Yeah. You know? He has thoughts, he has feelings. Y'all, y'all the ones messing up and not doing the right thing. Like, and yeah. then you have Ivian in the background. Y'all got toe, big toe. Yeah. Well, that, that, that comes up after Brigitte comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that comes up a little later. But, but yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, um, at, at some point, you know, Elaine realizes Brigitte must be drunk. Because that's how it's affecting her, and that's right around the time that Brigitte stumbles in, like trash. Yeah, they're like, "Where is? She? Where is Brigitte? All she had to do was deliver a message to Matt and come right back. What's taking her so long?" Da 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 da. And she busts through the door, stumbling. It's like, hold, hold just now before before you say anything, let me just go to my my room my room real quick. Stumbles into the room, splashes water in her face, tries to get her shit together, and she's like, "All right, time to deliver the actual message." Yeah, she's like, man, Matt and Besslin, they can drink, yeah, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you ever, you ever try to go toe to toe someone that like can drink, like especially when you're younger? Like now, I'm that guy. Well, not anymore. I was that guy. I, I yeah. don't drink as I used to, but when I, I did become that guy for a while. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, like yeah, I met people in the bar. I'm like, yeah, I could drink with you, and like they just start pounding and like next thing you know like you are you can't you can barely walk (laughs) but do you remember the days where we would race each other to chug a pitcher do you remember the guy and we would do uh, it multiple times yeah but there's a guy uh at at schooners the old bar that he he got banned from because they 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 got upset with him chugging at bars but he could do it all one gulp yeah just pour it straight back pull straight back and you do like the whole like picture it's ridiculous he's gonna open your throat yeah he's an old guy there's this weird creepy guy that just come up to us like hey so you guys are here drinking contest check this out grabs a picture just slams the whole thing like two seconds down i was like wow what, <laughs> what just happened 
Yeah, management's mad, and we're sitting there going, "What's awesome? Oh, do it again! Do it again! Buy another picture! Buy another picture!" Yep. So Brigitte got lit. Mm-hmm. She's kind of joking around about how much they could drink, and then she's like, "By the way, Nynaeve and Elaine, y'all are some assholes." Yeah. <laughs> if what he told me is correct, y'all some assholes. Like, <laughs> like, he literally saved y'all. Like this, this ain't this ain't cool. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Nynaeve was so like he saved y'all at Stone of Tear, came to help y'all out, and Nynaeve's like, oh, we'd have figured out that lock anyways. Besides, it was only one Black Aja sister, and like maybe a Forsaken that he like you know we didn't even really run into technically. Right. And Brigitte's like, wait, he went to go save you, knowing there was Black Aja and a Forsaken and a there. Forsaken? I don't know that I would have done that. Y'all really, <laughs> y'all really owe them, and yeah. it's like. They they looked the only other person in the room to Avienda, and, and Avienda's like, listening to this, pulling out her blade and going, "Handle your business, or I'll handle mine." Yeah, you got toe. Y'all got some big ass toe. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah, I would say this is this is bigger toe than the the Egwene toe that we dealt with earlier. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. it's some big stuff. They should like bend over so you can smack them on their bottoms until he's tired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Elaine Ooh. comes around to it, but Navi Nynaeve is just like digging her look, heels in, and like, she's like, "Look, no. this is a kid from where I'm from. I'm not gonna sit here and give in to him. You damn right, he came to save me. That's part of his obligation is being a ward under under me. Like, mm. it's just Matt. Yeah, yeah. So on the on the Elaine thing, I think the nuance of it, it's not that Elaine wants to do right by Matt. She wants to do right by Avienda. Bingo, uh, and I think that's interesting. Her their years. bond and their relationship that's developing. And they're and they're both when we've had their perspectives, they're both trying to come to terms with this sharing Rand thing. But in doing mm-hmm. so, like they're really learning to appreciate each other. And yeah, I don't, like there might be it might not just be all right. So <laughs> the love triangle might not just be here's Rand and straight lines to three different women. There might be there, and then between these two women, then over to that woman, but then sometimes these two are together. It's also with Rand, but Rand has to look the other way when it's with this woman, that woman, and it's, you know, it's a, um, it's a love clusterfuck. <laughs> it's, yeah. They go from love triangle to gangbang. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. There we go. You got <laughs> my mind. Yeah, there you go. That's the love triangle right there. Uh, and yeah. Nynaeve, though, I'm more and more convinced that I, I've been talking about She's this. Childish. Well, I've been talking about this since almost the beginning of Eye of the World um, about emotional laziness. It's kind of what I call it, but it's it's where you just run to that one emotion that you're comfortable with, and it could be a trauma response, it could be Don't a defense mechanism, whatever. But like when she loves somebody, uh, let me act angry with you. When I'm worried about somebody, I'm going to act angry. When I care about, when I'm sad about, the only th- it doesn't matter what emotion is at the base of it, the source of it, I'm going to project anger. So maybe that's part of her block it, because anger is the only thing she could channel with. Maybe part yeah. of undoing that block is her actually becoming I'm a little more emotionally. Angry. Well, don't do the always <laughs> angry thing. I mean, that would work, obviously. <laughs> but I think it would, it's going to take some emotional maturity and like 
being able to recognize, hey, I'm sad or I'm worried or I'm happy and I'm not afraid to show my happiness because I'm not worried about it being taken away and actually explore all the emotions. And maybe that's what's going to help her get through her block because this mm -hmm. Matt thing. Yes, Tom was pointing out, hey, same age as you, whatever. But I just she was like ravenous, just so mad at Matt. And I it doesn't quite make sense. It seems very out of place. Mm. Remember why she left the two rivers, why she left Edmonds Field for to them. protect her protect people them. for them. But, she was yeah. willing to lay her life down. She was going to battle an eye to die right off the bat, knowing she's going to fucking lose it. But whatever it took to get them back. Mm -hmm. And now you look at the way she's talking about them and it's. But she's it's, lost a lot. She's lost a lot of herself and she's lost her use. Like they don't need her anymore. Because of this block, it might feel that way. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel you. She's struggling with stuff, but it's still, it doesn't matter what she's struggling with. What she projects, what she shows everybody is anger. That's it. That's the only emotion she allows to come through. Yeah. So she's got to work on that. And Matt yep. doesn't deserve this. No, not at all. And now that Avienda and Birgit know it, I mean, Nynaeve yeah. is not going to get out of this. Yep. And that's how we end this chapter with them saying, you got toe. You got lots Big. of toe fit too yeah is that cat scratching or are you scratching that's the cat he's licking his cone oh of shame yeah there it is that's perfect yeah. it's so annoying but it's like if i kick him off he'll start crying so i'd rather yeah. just oh so a little, little, little with the cone it's fine yeah. we got a little, little noise in the background that's fine yeah it's it's a cat that we're, we're just, just haven't had to edit in so long. I'm so excited to remove yeah. those of you I, listening. I, I left my dog squeaky toy in. I'm gonna leave the cat licking a cone in. That's okay. <laughs> and you gotta dig deeper. That's the sound of a cat licking a cone, but what they're trying to do is lick their balls that don't exist anymore. We're just doing and that's our night. I just wish I could lick myself down there, but I can't. Someone's gonna like the code. I'm gonna like the code. Years since I could do that. Oh yeah, not that flexible. It's like uh, when I whenever I get home from work, my dog's at our front door, just licking the window. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Shawsberry, Shawsberry. Like is that how you say hello? She's like just going to town, like licking the window, like like. What? Yeah, that's how retrievers say hello of any <laughs> yes. type, any kind of retriever. Yes. that's that's totally normal. I, I can't lick you, so I'll just lick the window over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so, you guys ready for the final chapter tonight? Chapter 22. Small sacrifices. Have you noticed that? You can tell we're in relationships. We watch what we say more often. That's what she said. And uh, giggity, has that happened a lot lately? No, it, it hasn't happened as much. And yeah, I don't know what you meant. Say about really, I've been in relationship since we started this, so I don't know well, what you guys are talking about. <laughs> you. We're going on ten you, years married. You've had your uh, third kid, so well, there might that. be giggity, but like you're like, I don't want to say too loud. Yeah. If we giggity tonight, maybe o if it's the fourth kid, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> October be ten years, so they're of that, That's why it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good times. Um. So chapter 22, small sacrifices. Um, so Elaine and Eve go to go apologize uh, to the wandering woman. 
of course, uh, Matt's in his room and not answering the door because I've mm. been exactly where Matt is right now when someone's trying to talk to me. And, and Nynaeve and, is going begrudgingly to begin with. She's like, ah, he's not here. Yeah. Let's leave. Let's leave. Yeah. Yeah. Elaine's Literally, going to apologize. Nynaeve is looking for any excuse to not do this. Yes. Yeah. This is peer pressure at its finest. Well, you add in the fact that um, Egwene, or excuse me, not Egwene, Elaine has some ideas of her own about how to go about this whole process. She definitely doesn't want to go with that. Nynaeve, that is. She's like, there is no way I'm bowing down to this boy. He will do exactly what I tell him to do when I tell him to do it, and that's going to be the end of the story. And Elaine's like, no, we we owe him one. Like, we've been mistreating him. Like, so, yeah. You know, it in a, in a few chapters back, a few episodes back, I was talking about how, like, Matt just needs his opportunity to do what he's been doing. And these girls see it, and then maybe they would realize, oh, shit, there's, you know, more than meets the eye sort of thing. And I don't think this is it, but I think this is setting the stage for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So Elaine is going through the motions because she thinks she ought to, and she's trying to be very political about it and just, all right, this seems fair and equitable and we're making concessions. I don't think any of this matters. All it's doing is opening the door for Matt to be able to be with them more mm-hmm. and for the real shit to go down and then be like, oh shit, this ain't the Matt we, this ain't the Matt we knew. So that's really, yeah. that's where my excitement is. This is all very cool. But I don't want to enjoy it too much because it kind of feels like rubbing Nynaeve's nose in it. And while I think she needs an attitude adjustment, I, I don't think she needs it by having her nose rubbed in it. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. want this at all. So I wasn't as happy about the Nynaeve part yeah. in this as maybe I thought I would be because it's not I'm, sincere I'm and there's mm-hmm. still a lot of struggle there. But anyways, I think yeah. it's setting the stage for something good. Yeah. I, I, I feel like changed. our chat has turned into Terminus, by the way. I've missed it. What are they talking about? I can say that now. Now that I've watched it a little bit further than that, and Walking Dead, talk about eating my leg, (laughs) Chris's leg, his marble leg. Hey, Bob! I told you how I'm struggling with food, and you were talking about perfect marbling, and I'm sitting here going, "Mm." "Yeah, wrap it in bacon, throw it on the smoker, sun butter." I get it. So um they finally go inside and Matt is like not even moving uh hungover. Thinks and, they're the help. Yeah, <laughs> thinks they're the help. Get uh, out. I say oh, get out. It hurts. Oh my god. Yeah, I had, just don't leave me alone. Yeah, I've 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 been in this place uh before after a very hard night. Do you remember your first hangover? Do I remember my first one? Yes. Oh no, I don't because I was well, I'm not well. Yes, right. I could talk was, about mine. You don't have to talk about yours. I was four years old. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not counting those. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I had one of those. I just didn't know what was happening to me. But my first, like, it's my fault. Intentional. I made adult decisions. Hungover. Um, high school. I think we were only sixteen. It was New Year's. I remember John Reynolds and Liz Newton were there. Because Liz yeah. had bourbon that she put, she snuck from her parents that was in a water bottle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that New Year's, but I got messed up. Yeah. And when I got home, both my parents were there. 
and they were like, Hey, you, you're a little late. Da, 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 and they're hugging me. They're like, you fine. And I'm trying to play it off. I thought I was playing it off, but looking back, they had to know I was wasted. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> so the next morning, my parents, they had to have talked about this. They had to plan it out. What are we going to do? They woke me up at seven in the morning after I'd gotten back at like one in the morning. And my mom was like, Hey, got a list of chores you got to take care of. And I was like, but mom, I can't. And dad follows up with like, you will do the chores. You know, when dad uses that voice, you're going to do it. <laughs> Step one was vacuuming the entire house. Mm. Let me tell you <laughs> how painful that was. I still remember. And they mm. were just so casual, cool about it. And when I'd finished that, they had something else, you know, go vacuum the car with the shop vac. Just one thing after the other, pure pain. So when I was four, <laughs> my dad though. my dad threw a kegger for uh, the company he he worked or he uh, he had a company and threw a company kegger, and um it, and some of his workers thought it'd be some of the guys I worked with thought it'd be funny to teach the boss's son how to pump the keg and serve everybody. Um, I was four, uh, and um, I would pump the keg, serve people, and when no one was looking, I would um. I would actually, so my, I, I think I was taking napkins and then pouring on napkins and sucking the napkins, the beer off the napkins. So I was just drinking beer all night long. And um, I, apparently like two o'clock in the morning, I walked into my parents' room saying that my head hurt worse than it's ever hurt and that I couldn't sleep because my head hurt too much. So um, <laughs> I don't remember my first hangover, but apparently when I was four, I had a vicious hangover. Nice. And um, yeah. So that's what, and what did we learn? How to avoid hangover. Now, I mean, I don't think I drank drink again until I was probably in middle school, high school. But yeah, I'm not but, talking uh, about you. I'm talking about Ian. <laughs> uh, Ian. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't learn anything from those lessons, and yeah, no, no. That's... I would say it went downhill from there, but we had really good times with our crazy days. So I'm not uh, mad about it. I've never had a hangover. We, We've we've had we've had pretty good drinking stories. I mean, I I usually knew my limits and where to cut myself off. That's what I yeah. I will give for starting at a young age is I learned very young like what my limit was, and then you know what I can do. And then Ian would always try to egg me on and do more. Like, hey, let's take an Irish car. I'm like, no, if I take one more, I'm gonna throw up. And he's like, whatever. If you throw up, I'll clean it up. Uh, all right, I'll do it then. Yeah, he puked all over my kitchen. <laughs> In in two streams because he tried to hold it in. (laughs) He tried to pinch his lips shut and it went. (laughs) (laughs) One of them hit the wall and I'm like, oh God. (laughs) Completely honest, I I have never been hung over. The the first time it really hit hard, though. Was the darkest stormies? stormies. I have, I have uh, drank and drank super and drank, dark but always great with pacing and everything. And you know, super I have dark my and vitamin stormies. D's and my waters, and you know, but I've been fresh off a of fast, heavy into keto, so I hadn't straight, had alcohol in ages, and straight into one fifty one. And a dark and stormy I, is a, it's a sugary drink with that ginger beer. So, yeah, so you, you get great. between the sugar and the very potent. Say I know yeah, you're, the you're kitchen was moving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was sit down. Oh, that's because you're over 300 pounds and you were walking through it. The kitchen was moving. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chris, but we all experienced that. <laughs> uh, I got an old house too, man. It doesn't uh... great. <laughs> Um, I sat down at the table. Y'all were talking. We were talking. Y'all were talking. I was sleeping. Yeah. 
it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, so yeah, it, but Matt was so, so how shitty was Elaine in this situation where like they go to apologize and the first thing Elaine thinks like make it steal his necklace. Like, like you just came to apologize. And the first thought you have looking at him is like, I've always wanted to get that Foxhead medallion. He won't notice right yeah. now. Like, still not, still not respecting boundaries. Mm-hmm. We're not respecting personal property. Uh, well, I guess they're still convinced that all the Angriel and Tarangriel and all that just belong to the Aes Sedai. Yeah, doesn't matter I mean, where they are and currently yeah, yeah. has them; it's all theirs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just pure curiosity. So, so she doesn't. She the better sense of her stops her from doing something really shitty. And Matt finally wakens up and is like. Why are you guys here? What's going on? It's like, oh, he wanted to thank you for rescuing. He's like, cool, thanks. <laughs> All right, <laughs> see your see yourselves out. Appreciate you. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and they start getting upset. They're like, wait, that's it? Like you're not happy? We apologize. He's like, I don't care right now. <laughs> yeah, not important in this moment right here. <laughs> My head hurts. I don't care. Thank you. All right, bye. <laughs> Like we could heal you. Oh hell to the no, nah, I will ride this. Out. Get your hands off me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And and they feel like he's trying to belittle them. I guess that's what, that's how they feel. And he's like, I'm just hung over. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, down his eyes. <laughs> Elaine does focus and she, you know, thinks back to her conversation with Avienda and she's like, all right, at this point, an apology is not enough. It's there's got to be action involved. There's got to be more to it. So Elaine gives this proposition, this laundry list of we're not going to, you know, call you names. We're going to listen to what you have to say. Like mm-hmm. we understanding that you truly like care for our safety and well-being. We're going to listen to, you know, what you have to say as far as security things. And, you know, if, if we're able to, we're going to do what you suggest when it comes to that sort of thing. If um, mm-hmm. maybe, which, which then not even uh, immediately back backtracks on. Like, yeah. She's <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, cause Matt took it as, oh, so you're going to do what, whatever I say. Mm-hmm. And even Elaine's like, I hope he didn't take that as we're going to do whatever he says. I said, you know, if we're able, we're going to try and work it in there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not we're just going to do whatever you say. Yeah. And it's like, so what are you guys trying to do? It's like, well, we're trying to get this bowl that like does weather stuff. It's in it's in uh, the it's in the bad part of town. It's there's like, okay, like well, this. There's like this mega bowl, man. Just like I mean, it's not a, it's not just any bowl. It's like the bowl, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to get our hands on it. I mean, it's you got to have like a, a dude and a chick like holding it together. Like you can't do it one person at a time. That's that's how big this bowl is, man. Are you doing Chichi Chong? It's, it's all smoky. There's like smoky clouds in it. You put clouds in it, you know, and then shit changes, man. Yeah. Uh, good times. Um, so they uh, so Mad Amelia says, like, hey, well, I'll send some bodyguards, and they agree to that reluctantly. Um, they're like, Yeah, it's too dangerous over there. Um, I'll send some of my, my red guard with you. Uh, but he, what is the word he used that set him off? He was talking, to, no, he was, no, it wasn't a reference to them. Oh, they, no, they were like, No, well, it wasn't a reference to them, but it was a whole lot. You know, because he, they, they did the math, they're like, Well, for all of us, it's gonna be this many guard, and he was like, Oh, well. You know, Brigitte and Avienda, they don't need minders. Was yeah. it minders? Is that word? Yes. Yeah. Minders. Yes. Minders. Mind, minded. Right. Watched. So Nynaeve's like, who the 
are you? <laughs> Wait, I need to be minded by not even by you, but by your people. Oh no, he didn't. Like she was, she was fuming. Mm-hmm. Nynaeve was just along for the ride here and spending the entire time just trying to keep her temper under control. She yeah. wasn't truly participating in this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So they eventually do agree reluctantly, although Nynaeve's kind of fireworks are going off a little bit with Nynaeve because she's not, she doesn't, one doesn't want to apologize really. That's no. half hearted. And two is not happy about Matt being able to order anything around because um, she can do everything herself. Doesn't right. need no. She doesn't I don't need, need no, no man. I don't need no hmm. man. <laughs> and uh, except yeah. for the man that's on his way, we gotta remember that we haven't heard yeah. from him in a minute. But yeah. land the man dragon is on the way. Mm. Yep. Uh, but they reluctantly re- finally I do agree, mm-hmm. uh, and then they decide to leave. So they start heading out. And wait with then- wait with one. There was one thing they asked of Matt. Well, really demanded of Matt. He has to move into the palace. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they did ask something from him. They're like, look, if you're going to protect yeah. us, there's only one way this is going to work. You come to the palace. That, that was a good part, too. I promise not to yell. She yelled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to yell at you, you wool headed, uh, really nice person that I'm not calling names to right now as I scream at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can you imagine being yelled at someone that hung over? Oh man, I, I've actually I can't imagine it. It's happened to me before. Right. Yeah. Just would you please stop? Just please. Oh God, please stop. I'm not trying to be an asshole right now, but just, just you're pushing it. Yeah. There, there was even a moment where he was about, there was even a moment he was about to Ralph and like Elaine with the she channeled with the power, yeah. opened the window and dumped whatever bucket and got it in front of him so he'd have a barf bucket like he gave her a thank you like look like it's coming i appreciate it thank you right that was actually pretty nice of elaine like you know i mean and maybe she just didn't want to see. remember elaine's been through this right that might have played into it some but yeah i I feel like with elaine and matt there was a sincerity on both sides even though it was a little bit awkward as they tripped their way through this because he was hung over and not being appreciative of their thank yous and all that jazz sure it was the Nynaeve was very much an outlier and it just yeah not sincere and and strange but again like i said i'm hopeful that this is setting the stage for an aha moment yeah you, you know what well, yeah, you know what i'm a really big thinking? aha moment coming well yeah land's coming well, before that, even there's like, you know, who would think that be- meeting him once would have any effect? And then all of a sudden, they step out and they get yoked up. Yep. 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 That I was mean, my, I knew what was going to happen moment. Yeah. Did you have but that did, same realization instantly? Not instantly. I, I mean, this is kind of like third party confirmation of how awesome Matt is. At least that's the way I took it. Okay, I'll give you that. But before we before we run into that, as I as I'm picturing, how is this going to unfold where Matt gets the credit that he deserves, at least between Nynaeve and Elaine? More importantly, Nynaeve. That's where the struggle is the most. Mm-hmm. When shit goes down, like remember, Lan's coming, right? He's on his way, and I already theorized that Lan's not just going to burst burst in the door and be like, Nynaeve, I am here. The type of man Lan is, 
he's going to get a lay of the land first. He's going to get his own view of what's going on. He's going to watch, maybe watch them a little bit. He's going to scope out the city. He's going to see where the bad guys are, where the good guys yeah. are, what's going on. And he's watching. And when shit hits the fan, when I'm using the word watching a whole lot. Oh, mm. shit. They're going to see him. It's going to be Elaine and Nynaeve talking like just by the gate and off the distance. You see land running across a field and then they're going to look at each other back back, and it says him running. Same distance distance away. (laughs) (laughs) And then it keeps going back to them and then it goes back and then also he just comes in like last second crashes in. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Monty Python. But when shit hits the fan and Nynaeve's life is threatened, Land's going to like make his move to come in, but can't quite make it. But Matt's going to be the one that saves her by like dicing up 50 bazillion people. And so at the end, mm-hmm. when Nynaeve is like, oh, Land, even Land's going to be like, no, Ma- like your boy Matt here literally just saved the day. So it's going to be like, phew, phew, phew. she's got to face it. So, so, so now fan fictioning because I've already read what happened. So maybe. Like Balefire's coming and Matt dies in front with the Fox Head Medallion. Yeah. And, like, takes the Balefire and like it just disintegrates. Right. <laughs> right. Would that happen though? Would that happen? Technically, that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's true. Is Balefire a man's thing only? No. No. No, wait. No, because no, Moraine dropped some, didn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. Did. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what power Balefire is of. Well, it's just something that both can channel. Yeah. Yeah. The forbidden weave. So they leave uh, Matt and start walking downstairs. And <laughs> look, again, we, we all we all grew up in Newport News. When you say the forbidden weave, not one person thought of somebody channeling. <laughs> we thought of some big ass multicolored. Drag it on the ground. It's so long that you don't touch. There's yeah. There's razor blades in there. There, There's booby traps in in that shit in case you touch it. Oh man! (sighs) And there is no place. There's no room for them to be able to scratch their scalp. That's where it's. That's where it's evil. Yeah, but when it's it's that big though, good luck. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Speaking of which, Chanel managed to get tickets to go see Beyonce with her sisters. Mm Uh, I would go. I would go to Beyonce. When I tell you, I, I look. I tried to get them for her in Georgia because couldn't get them in Charlotte, and the cheapest ticket was four hundred and fifty-three bucks. The most expensive was three thousand. No, four thousand three hundred and seventy-eight dollars. I was like, nope, mm-hmm. will not happen. I, I am told that's a show you don't want to miss, though. I am. I, told hear, the I same hear you got to do it. Her sister got in line for tickets, virtual line for tickets for Charlotte. And their mom was like, we just want to make sure y'all go. And oh, man. gave them the money. I was like, oh, what a gift. No, that is. They're like eight rows off of this thing on stage. Oh, they about to have mm. a time. Ooh, they are. That's awesome. That's a good seat. It's eight rows off. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. Speaking of up close and personal, they walk out of the room with Matt and get snatched up into the next room. Yeah, yes. immediately by Satel. Yeah, Satel. That's great because like, we found who the hell are you? It's like I'm the innkeeper. That's who I am. And like she's like, you're okay. in my establishment. You're gonna sit down and listen to what I have to say. They're like, do you not know who we are? 
flashing it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like i know who you're pretending to be <laughs> i've seen i've seen i said i and you ain't it <laughs> even if you could channel don't believe you and 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 by the way why you why you with my boy matt okay if you got beef with matt pat, you know pat. who else you got beef with take Me. off the earrings <laughs> yeah, right. she uncli- she's unclipping she pulling them hoops out she had big old hoop earrings she pulling them out but like, hold on hold on yeah about to throw down yeah, i'm taking down yeah, the sisters i'm seeing sisters of the palace they'll teach you some <laughs> lessons like well what if we are one of those sisters like you ain't no you ain't shit <laughs> <laughs> You ain't bound nothing. <laughs> All of a sudden, knock a few butt comes on in the background. <laughs> oh, everybody, listen. Everybody wanted. Everybody want to be eyes to die till it's time to do eyes to die shit. Y'all know nothing uh, about that. Wearing those rings, I've met. I, yeah, she gets all pissed, and and then Nynaeve gets mad about it. Channels and wraps her up. She she doesn't even. She's not even phased. She's like, at least one of you can use the the power. Are you are you, are you done yet? Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> like almost sarcastically like oh no you've wrapped oh, me up no. in the power you want to be i said i she's like i got the ring i ch- i wrapped you up i channeled you like what what's what else can i do Yo, i said i look at that <laughs> <laughs> like well we he's like <laughs> but then you learn about this other group of women that are around that that can channel and says i'm gonna take you to them uh and you better not still fake it with them like you know just just go ahead you know, you know, but I need to know were you banished or do you leave on your own? Or like, you know, how yeah, tell me how did this work t- out? T- tell me how this worked out. Like, you know, obviously, you know, you you and you're trained where somehow. Nynaeve gets smart, like, oh, 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 you're right, you're right. Nynaeve man. gets smart or she gets compelled. This is a dramatic remember how ang- she was super angry before. This made her even more angry for Nynaeve to make this transition. Either she got super smart and realized something that who knows? May, so maybe she I got, got Taviran. Oh, I, I got think you. I felt com- compelled. Maybe mm. I don't know. Oh. It was it was a drastic shift. Even so much so that Elaine was like, "Wait, this is <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna trust you, maybe, but I don't understand where the hell you're going with this." Mm. Wait, so what do you think about this other group? Somebody weren't they? What do you think about this other group? This mystery group that they're about to go meet. Apparently. Oh damn! You just blew my mind. Hold on. No, I can, I can, I can, I can be, I can be wrong floaties. too. No, I can be wrong. I agree with you. Like it was just it. It seemed like a very sudden shift. Again, I forgot could, about the fact that they had been hijacked. Yep. It, it could be an aha moment. Like aha, I figured something out. So let me change my game plan. But it felt more like her mind was taken over a little bit. And there was even suggestions from this lady about, yeah, get your other girl in line. Da 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 da. And Elaine's like, what the hell is going on? And Nynaeve's like, but is there a moment where Nynaeve like does a wink, like a nudge and a wink? Like, no, I didn't really get that. Yeah, I didn't get that vibe. It was just like she almost turned on Elaine, it felt like. Hmm. Interesting. Again, I could be, I, I've been wrong many times in the last yeah. few years. Like three, I think three times. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot for me. Yeah. Well, depends on who you ask. I love that. Like, <laughs> like, so this is big enough. Chris is like, I'm not going to co-sign until I reread real quick. Let me look. Let me look at these words real quick. What's going on here? Because like, it I'm, just I'm, I'm, yeah. 
It seemed but, like a rather dramatic shift from Nynaeve. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. And like for me, it was just like she got it, but Nynaeve doesn't typically get it. She's normally hot headed and she keeps firing back. And it's Elaine that's normally like, oh, wait, there's an opportunity. Right. <laughs> if Nynaeve wasn't so wound up before this moment, maybe I could see it, but she was yeah. wound up. She and was then hot. she just got snatched up by somebody who was a less than person who is treating her like a less than character. If anything, she should be full of the power and going off. She should have snapped that woman like a twig. Yeah. But she she yeah, just immediately kind of backed off and was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, no. I'll because she's so close game. to the goal. She's so close to getting the yeah. bowl. And they're going to end up yeah. turning it over to a dark friend. Or yeah. to... Well, th there's this other group of women that can channel that takes takes women in that are strays. Of course there are. These are the people that are hiding the escapees. Because remember, the other Aes Sedai that came with them there, part of their goal was to find people that had ran off, escaped, or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So maybe these women were the group of people that were hiding those, okay. those girls. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So maybe they broke away from the tower a long time ago, or maybe they were kicked out or told, oh, you're not good enough to, you know, be Aes Sedai and let go, but they continue to develop their powers and abilities, and who knows? Yeah. Now they're full-fledged Aes Sedai. Well, they probably call themselves something different, but, you know. Probably. Yeah. And, yeah, so they agree to go meet these women. Um after a little conversation and that's how we end this chapter and i was like wanting to keep read so bad because i'm like did did they go did they have the bowl what else do they have right now, that's why I, now you put a whole nother thought in my mind like, did they find the bowl did they turn these people over to the forsaken <laughs> like <clears throat> is the world yeah. doomed yeah. doomed doomed all right um anything we missed from all these chapters absolutely what go go i mean I, I don't i can't think of what it was but i'm sure we oh. did oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we did too yeah uh, you know all the highlights all the important stuff favorite character oh definitely the innkeeper mistress whatever you want to call her dang it you still say yours no that's a good one um gosh uh, I'm going to go with, it's a little cheesy, but I'm going to go with the watcher only because yeah. only because the amount of mystery that's around the watcher right now has just got me sucked in. Did your cat just sucker punch you? No. <laughs> Took the microphone. I think he just jumped on the microphone. All I saw was his headset got halfway ripped off. Now I can't hear him. And he had this, what the fuck just happened? Look on his face. The mic dropped. Had to be cat, a cat. cat. The cat was like, done. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can hear you. He's, he's holding the mic now. It's not even in the stand anymore. <laughs> That's fantastic. The cat just randomly attacked Chris. We're going to title this episode, The Cat's oh, Revenge. <laughs> you steal my balls, uh, I'm going to steal your show. <laughs> so you got uh, the, the Watcher, we got the Innkeeper. I'm not going to go with Timonis this week. Good. What? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Birgit just for being the drinking buddy that we always wanted. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, when you're sitting there going, <laughs> when you go, we should have drink. No, no, I don't know why I said that. That's a bad idea. And she goes, 
No, that's a great idea. <laughs> every friend, every friend that I have, that's basically how our friendship started. It was like, yeah, I said, we should go for drinks. Like, oh, did I say something wrong? Like, let's go for drinks. Okay, we're friends now. Like, that's 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 literally how it all started. Um, and I do think this yeah. is an important connection. It's an important bridge for, you know, Matt and oh, these yeah, girls being able to work together. Ally the way they need and, to. It gives them an ally in Brigitte, yeah. if nothing else. Yeah. And somebody that he can bounce these old memories off of, off of and continue to fill in the gaps. Gosh, she, she mm. could be very valuable to him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And good, Alan. For her. Alan. Now it kind of adds a little bit of solidarity to your little, the little boy being her husband claim. I am still liking that. I've, Mm. I've not abandoned that. Okay. I was going to say, Alan, that was such a good pick. I'm going to give you one point. So let me look at your totals. Gryffindor. You are at one point. (laughs) (laughs) You're at, that's it. At one point. You're doing great. uh, that's better than no points, right? That could have right. the yeah. You're worth no points of God have mercy on your soul. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, so next week we'll be covering uh three chapters. One, two, three. Three. And and they are next door to the weaver. All right, next door to a weaver. Mm-hmm. Then the Ken. Uh-huh. And Mind Trap. We haven't had a weaver pop up in a while. Dream weaver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mind trap. Now, maybe these people get a hold of them and then realize that they're being compelled and then they mm-hmm. uncompel them or they try to. Oh. Yeah. What do you think the kin is? The women. Family. You know. okay. That's what I think. I th- like, I think it's little. Maybe we get a. Time. No, maybe we get a parent chapter snuck in there. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a parent in a while. I gave up on him a long time ago. No, he coming mm-hmm. back, bro. Okay. If you don't get too excited, then it comes around. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, um, next week we'll be back on with some more fun times with some good chapters. These are good chapters coming up. And then in a few weeks, we're actually going to do another live reaction. Uh, once we Ooh. get, I think in three weeks, something yeah. like that. So that is coming. I know people have been asking me like, are we going to do more live reactions? Actually, I've gotten a few messages about that. Uh, and yes, we are. I'm just waiting for a really banger chapter. We've had some decent. That means chapters. since three weeks, we're getting some. Like these were good chapters. Yeah, these would have been we, good we, live reaction these, chapters. These, these would have been the um, apologizing to Matt chapter would have been. Well, the fact that where they filled the timeline of life was tough because uh, we had to take a week off anyway, and yeah, Cosmere stuff. And yeah, so um, yeah. hopefully we're at a good spot. Um, yeah, so. Anything else before I tell everyone for the next Cosmere chapter coming soon? For the let me see what 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 time for the one hundred and fifty third time. Sign us <laughs> off, bro. So for one hundred fifty first third time, how you can be found is that the will reads. <laughs> if you don't know by now, I don't understand why. Yeah, it's at the wheel reads everywhere. I I I feel like I get shorter and shorter every single week because at this point, like if you listen this far. I could do it now. Hey, you know to, visit, visit us at thewheelreads.com. Yeah. Links are everywhere. It's all it's all there. Yeah. And Support we love us you. in different ways. Yeah, and we George, love this episode's for you, buddy. Yes. Hey, we'll be at like 151 by Jordan Con time. 151. 150, 150, hey. we're, we're 153 right now. This is 153. 
No, we're, oh, I, I probably pissed a couple people off tonight, so we're going to lose two. Uh, Jordan Khan will be at 161. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we're talking episodes. I thought yeah, we were talking yeah. patrons. I was like, nah. No, we lose just as many patrons as we take on these days. <laughs> I, I guess I should apologize. It's okay. It's probably, I don't know. Just, All of the, the fives and tens of dollars. That's yeah. not to be low. No, it, we, we really it adds up. It helps. But it helps. Yeah, At this point, yeah. it's for everything, because uh, I do a lot of subscriptions for editing stuff. But yeah. Well, anyway. Um, so that's all I got for this week, guys. Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. Trying to Maybe Ken's a loyal chapter. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.